Hi, I'm Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to How May I Serve You, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, How May I Serve You? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit, and Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Thomas Lyman. Thomas, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, Thomas. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome. All right, so Thomas Lyman is a certified master life coach and veteran. His life coaching methods center around a scheduled series of conversations and interactions about various aspects of life to assist others in moving from stagnation to growth and towards a specific set of goals to achieve their vision. Woo, let's go. Okay, Thomas. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Great. So, Thomas, man, um, talk to us. You know, tell, tell a little bit about, about yourself. You know, who are you? Where are you from? Let's find oh, out. Oh, my gosh. I, uh, I was a, a military brat. I've moved 62 times in my life, not avoiding the police. I want you to know that. <laughs> so it, it's because of my military background, my father's military background, and then working as a consultant in healthcare for a number of years and, and moving from place to place. But in all of that time, you know, I've always had that desire and that drive and that determination to do what I could to help others to be the best they can be in everything that they do. And, and, and as, a, as a formal Navy leader, I, I assumed the position and the role of ensuring that everybody that worked with me for me could could achieve to the highest level and that's been my goal from from the beginning um, i actually started into life coaching after years of of military and then years in consulting and i called my family and my friends about it and i said so should i go into life coaching and they all said the same thing. It was kind of a chuckle. And then it's, you know, you've been doing that your whole life. So what do you mean go <laughs> into life coaching? So that's where I am today. There you go. So question, man. Do you believe that your military background has helped you to become the coach you are right now? You know, Thomas, I honestly think it has. I think in the military, you know, they do a lot to get you ready in a very short amount of time. And they mm -hmm. show you what your capabilities are. And they always push you beyond what you think you're capable of doing. And the realization that you can achieve things beyond what you thought you could do is phenomenal. And I think holding on to that and learning from that and processing that and seeing the gains that people make, in spite of the fact that they really didn't think they could, mm -hmm. has been a true, true part of what I do as a coach. Indeed, indeed. And I know also with the ability to serve, right, um, as a person in the military, your goal is to serve others, you know, yes. and that's such a powerful calling right there. And just the fact that you're able to use that same type of um, mentality towards your coaching, it, it definitely speaks volumes. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it surely is working for others, you know, helping others to, to put them first to make sure that you are ready to put them first as well. Mm, there we go. So why did you get into coaching in the first place? I know you mentioned, you know, you have a military background. You was also a consultant. What prepped you to get into coaching? What, what, you know, was, that, what was that calling? 
it was interesting because it, it really, like I said, I had been doing it in an unofficial capacity my entire adult life. But the other aspect of that was during the pandemic, you start a lot of internalizing and, and how can I help others? And you hear the stories and you see the stories and you know people who have lost others and, and how lost they are and how d difficult it is for them and how it, you know the next steps are confusing for them. And during that time is when I decided I really need to put forth an effort to ensure that that I could do whatever I could do to help the people that I knew and the people that had to be out there looking for that extra assistance. So if there was a catalyst for all of this, it would probably be COVID. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Amidst adversity, you either step up or you get left aside. You stepped up. You stepped Absolutely. up. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So there are so many different types of coaches, right? And different coaching styles. What's your style, man? You know, the, the interesting thing is, and I'm glad you said it that way, because there, there, there is a need to be as flexible and spontaneous and adaptable as you can be as a coach, because every client is unique. Every need is unique. Although you can lump them if you wanted to into, I want a better career. I mean, for example, 72% of people in, in the job force in America now are looking for a different career. Part of that because of the pandemic and part of the changes in their life. But you, they're all individuals and they're all independent and they all think differently and they all have this different upbringing and they all have these different needs. So although a lot of my clients are looking for that, what do I do next? A lot of them are still looking for what am I doing now? Mm. And how am I doing what I'm doing now? Okay. So it's really not a cookie cutter approach. It's it's the ability to be able to listen to their needs and to help them to interpret for themselves. What do I need in order to grow and develop and live my life with passion? And that's the focus that I have. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com. And schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. Okay, so basically, um, analyzing and assessing where they're currently at, um, their skill sets, um, their abilities to do, and also, um, I guess their their um, the weaknesses as well, right? Be able to assess that. Yeah, absolutely. You have to understand who you are and where you are, what your capabilities are, to know what you you are capable of achieving. And sometimes people do not know how good they are and they get lost in the day to day. So mm -hmm. part of that is, is being able to say, you have this ability, why aren't you exploring it? 
Well, and you know, the response a lot of times is, well, I forgot I could even do that. So it's opening up some doors for them that they had closed and forgotten that they had closed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, what types of people do you work with? Do you work with just men, just women, executives? What's your avatar? What's your client? Who are your clients? You know, that's that's a very good question, Thomas. Thank you. I, you know, when I originally started this, I kind of had a thought that it would be people in their 40s kind of looking for the end of one and what am I transitioning to, into for the remaining 20, 30, 40 years that I want to continue to work. And I didn't really put a descriptor in there of I work with this. Mm -hmm. uh, my initial assessment was I'm going to open up the door and see who comes in. And I have people from 84 years old to 22 years old, men and women looking for different things, looking to do different things, wanting to be a part of that. So, and it's, and it's added so much to my life because I've been able to say, the door's open, come on in, let's talk. And, and so the, so the group is very diverse and not truly, truly focused on, I work with women in the professional world. I work with men in the military world. I, you know, I okay. work with people who are looking for a life coach. That's who I work with. Got it. Got it. So um, the reason why I ask that question, because I know sometimes, even though we work with a lot of different type of clientele, sometimes we, we, we have a specific type of clients that we enjoy working with, right? We, we, we're able to work with them without even blinking an eye, without even trying, because the relationship and, and the, the flow is there. So I always like to dig a little deeper into finding out as like in terms of the avatar question, you know? Right. Well, you know, and that's true. That is so true because you have that connection. You have that almost instantaneous connection when you, when you have your first conversation with a client mm -hmm. and, and I always encourage them to look for other life coaches as well, because I want to make sure that they're doing what they believe is the right thing. Because, you know, my, my technique revolves around what's good for you not what's good for me as your coach. Got it. So I, I ask them to really make sure that they do their due diligence and, and talk to at least three other coaches. And then if they decide that I'm the coach for them, then we'll start talking seriously about what does that look like? And some of them, it's instant. Some of them know as soon as they talk to me and I talk to them that this is the connection, this is the person that's going to boost me, this is the person that's going to help me find what I've been missing. The other end of the spectrum are those people that sometimes I literally have to, for lack of a better way of describing it, reach down their throat and, and pull information <laughs> from them. They just aren't capable of sharing that. And yeah. I get just as much joy out of that because they're achieving something when they're sharing and they're not capable or comfortable doing that. So it's it, it really is about that connection and that trust and establishing that. Yes, indeed. So this is a perfect segue to the next question. So if someone were to look for a coach, right, what traits would you advise for them to look for? You know, I think there are a number of traits, truly, but I think what it boils down to is, is first and foremost, and these are not in priority order. These are mm -hmm. just, here's, here's the basket of goods and make sure that you have these in that basket. But it would be compassion. You know, mm -hmm. is that person a compassionate person? Is that person sincerely caring about me? Or is that person caring about where their next paycheck is coming from? And, and being able to determine that that person is in it for, for the person being coached and not for the coach itself. Another one is people skills. 
Do they have the ability to empathize, sympathize, and relate? Fortunately, because I'm an older guy and I've lived a whole life, uh, I've had a lot of life experiences that allow me to relate to what they're saying. And it's not, well, I've never done that before. In a lot of cases, like I said, I've lived in you know, 62 places in my life. So I've had some experiences that I can pull from to help me relate to them. Another one is problem solving. One of the biggest uh, challenges as a coach is to help them to determine not only what the problem is, but what direction to take to resolve that problem in the best way possible for them. So to have somebody that you talk to that, that says, well, why don't we try this? Or did you look at this? Or have you looked into this to help them to resolve those problems? Another one very quickly is creativity. You know, as well as I do that working with people who, who seem to be stuck, you have to find that creative way to get them to, to, to get up to get after it, to, to, to get up and get fit. And I mean that <laughs> mentally, I mean that physically, and I mean that emotionally. And you have to be, be creative enough to say, well, let's try this approach. Maybe that one wasn't effective for you, but this one looks like it's a better fit. And, and finally, there's two. One is goal setting, because life coaching is really about setting the goals, setting and achieving those goals, whether those goals are on a micro level of what am I going to do today or the goals are on a macro of in five years, I want to be CEO of a major corporation kind of kind of goal and, and allowing them to set those goals that are, are very specific and that they can be measured and that they can set a time to. So they know that this is what I must do when I must do it. And then the last, of course, is, pro is, is progress management. That's the one that, that, that is the most difficult for a number of coaches and a number of people because it's you get fired up and you get ready to go and you want to do this and you're ready to take on the world. And then two weeks later, it's like, oh, I'm kind of tired. I don't know if I want to do that today. <laughs> and I don't know, you know if I can do that today. And finding that ability to work with them and ensure that, they can do it and they should do it and keep your eye on the prize. So those are characteristics to look for as you're working with a coach and trying to determine if that coach is the best fit for you. You know what, Thomas, as you were sharing this with me, especially the last two traits you mentioned, um, your, your military background shone bright <laughs> <laughs> because it shows that you are structured. You're all about the timeline. So it's a, so I see how beneficial, your background has been in terms of you being a coach, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you just pull from what you know works, right? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because the funny thing is, I mean, I've been, I've been um, interviewing a lot of coaches, and a lot of them don't mention the, the progress part, right, nor the, the time management part, even though I know that they might implement it into their coaching strategy. But in terms, when, when I ask this question, I don't really hear that answer as much, man. So, yeah. So this, well, this is that's, the, that's the military, I think, going <laughs> on. You know, it's like, here's the mission. Let's go. There you go. There you go. And some people need that. Some people really need their hands held. They need that extra push, you know, because um, it's all about the journey, man, as you already know yourself. It's yes. literally about the journey. It really is. It yeah. really is. So now it's storytelling time, right? I want yeah. you to tell me a two to three minute story about working with a client and you help them to overcome some type of obstacle, okay, um, a success story. Oh, my gosh. You know, like I was saying, there's so many, so grouped, so wonderfully challenging and rewarding at the same time. 
that you know the the true benefit of the of being a coach is to see the success and if there were one that i would talk about now it would be uh, an elderly lady that i worked with who uh was scared to death of talking with doctors because she knew she had some pretty aggressive surgery coming up and she was intimidated by the fact that she didn't know what questions to ask didn't know how to ask them and, and wasn't sure she could get the answers that she needed to be confident and, and ready to get into surgery. And that it's a very scary thing to know that, you know, you're in the hands of somebody else. So it was difficult for her. And, and we worked together extensively to, to get her number one, to understand the importance of she needs her answers and it's not okay to not have the answers to make you feel confident that you're going, that you're doing the right thing and that they're doing the right thing. So once we get through that, that part of her and, and she accepts the fact that it is relevant and it is timely and it is important to her, that the next aspect of that then became, well, how do I talk with the doctor without upsetting the doctor? And mm. you know, the first question I want to ask her is, well, why do you care if you upset the doctor? This is about you. This is not about the doctor, but Let's talk about how you can do that. And, and then it was pulling back and looking at the reality of what the doctor has. The doctor has so many patients every day. The doctor has so many choices they have to make. They have life decisions they have to make. And they have six minutes to talk to you on top of all of that. So get, getting her to see that, helping her to understand that her time is very, very limited. And it's, it's about compressing what she needs to do into into questions that she knows she needs the answers to. So I worked with her on getting that list of questions. And the list of questions came down from a master's thesis level to here are the top six questions that I can ask that I know I can get short answers to. And then I encouraged her to work with one of the people in the field that assist the elderly to go into doctor's offices to help them. And we set up a time for that, set up a person for that. And she went in she talked with the doctor and as soon as she got through the doctor's visit and, and she called me immediately and she said, you would not believe how good that felt to know that I'm in good hands and to know I'm getting my questions answered and to know I, I am capable of doing this. So that's, that's the success that you want as a coach. That's the success you want to look what you did, not what I did for you. You know, so that's, that was, if I was going to put them all into one, that would be, that would be her. She's a phenomenal individual. That's a great story right there because you literally helped to calm her fears, right? By giving her the tools that she needed. She pretty much already had the answer, but you helped to guide her, man. And just the, the fact, the fact that you was able to, not only the first thing you did was you were able to better manage her, her, her fear. Right, because she was so terrified of speaking to the doctor, you yeah. know. So you basically got her in the right direction, man. Great story, yeah. Thomas. Thank you, thank you. So, what drives you, man? I, I know you work with a lot of clients, but what drives you? You know, I think it's it's I think it's within the majority of us. I'm not going to say all of us because you know as well as I do, it's not within everybody to want to be that person, that guide, that tool for other people to help them to achieve what they want to achieve. I think if, if there's anything that truly drives me, it's the realization that they have done what they set out to do. It's that ultimate 
look what I wanted to do, look what I've done, and look who I am today, in spite of the fact that I didn't think I could be there. That's the drive. That's the look at look at all that I have done. You know, I tell my clients a lot of times, you have to look backwards to move forwards. And by that, I mean, look in the rearview mirror to see everything you've done. We're not taking enough time in our life to, to assess everything we've accomplished and we lose track of who we are and how capable we are to move forward. So that's the drive for me. There you go, the transformation. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. So are you currently working on any new projects that we uh, that you could share with us? Well, right now I'm, I'm focusing on, uh, let's call it the grassroots or the organic growth or whatever cliche you want to use to describe starting at, at the base. You know, okay. I look at I look at people as part of a grape cluster. They really are. Everything, every other grape in their cluster is a part of their life. Mm -hmm. And if I can get one grape moving forward, that connection is going to start. So I work with the individuals. I work with individuals uh, as they request it, but I also just reach out to people. The second thing I do is group sessions with people to get that, that time together. Now that we can actually have group sessions again, and now that we can actually spend time together as mm -hmm. human beings, it's working with that. It's working within that small part of the cluster so that it continues to grow through the cluster and, and, and the change is dynamic that way for people. There you go. So if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to connect with you, where can they find you, Thomas? Uh, the best place where well, there are two places. One is my LinkedIn profile. The second one would be my website, which is, you know, www.visionquestlifecoaching.org, not .com, .org. Um, and you'll get all the information you need from there. There you go. Thomas, thanks for coming on today's um podcast interview you know and it's always a pleasure speaking to um, another coach especially one that has such a dynamic career you know and and that has such a great background being in the military so I, I always respect the vets so thanks for coming on today and i really appreciate you and also i thank all our listeners um our viewers thanks for your ears and your eyeballs and last but not least thomas how may i serve you thank you thomas honestly Keep doing what you're doing. This this is what makes it work. And I really appreciate that. And I appreciate your sincerity and in, in the efforts that you're putting in. It's, it's tremendous. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, you know, um, once again, everyone, make sure to tune in and make sure to follow Thomas, Thomas Lightman. All right. He's an amazing guy, amazing coach. Follow him on LinkedIn. Go to his website, connect with him, and let's make some great things happen. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much.